You are now listening to the 10 Years and Counting Podcast. Welcome to 10 Years and Counting Podcast, hosted by the Sovereign of Single. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the 10 Years and Counting Podcast with your boy, Petty Roosevelt himself. You're listening to the 10 Years and Counting Podcast, your source for all the unsolicited dating advice you just can't get enough of, with your host, Tony, and great guests like me. All right, it's 2020. We're going to start the podcast again. It's been a couple of months. We got Skip back on the show. Say what's up. What's good? It's a sequel episode. It is. You were the first episode last year. Oh, that's why. Yeah. And, and you're back again for the premiere of season three. Let's, let's keep this going. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I know like the reason we decided to have this episode is because of a tweet. We were talking about how people tend to rush the healing and moving on of breakups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to actually look at the exact tweet that oh, sparked this, because uh, research. Of uh, course. Tony said, if you're gonna tell me that your five-year relationship was a waste of time, I feel better knowing that I spent my 20 single. And then I said, I hate when people say that. I know I've said it because of hurt and ego damage, but I think relationships help us become the person we need to, to meet the person that we're meant to be with. And then we go back and forth and we realize we should talk about this. Right. And I think like in terms of that, it's, and I think just because I've heard that so many times from people, especially in their late, mid to late twenties, where they're like, oh, you know, I was in this relationship and then it's like, yeah, and then we broke up and like, now what? And it's like, yeah, you have, you have your whole life ahead of you. What do you mean now what? It's like, it's gonna hurt for now, but don't regret this because of X, Y, and Z. I just think um, how a lot of people look at time. I feel like when we look at relationships when we're in them, it's all happy-go-lucky. It's like, yeah. oh my God, this is like a video game that I wish would never end, mm-hmm. all those type of chapters. And then after that, if people look at it because of ego and hurt, like yeah, I yeah, said yeah. earlier, it's like, oh, I wasted this time. When it's like, we shouldn't think that way. And judging by the time I was recording this in the last one, so last year we lost Nipsey Hussle. This year we recently lost Kobe. And yeah. just like learning how instead of trying to own people, mm-hmm. we try to like appreciate yeah. the time that they're in our life. And this is kind of going to please watch the other episode. But we're <laughs> it's like why are our friendships better than our relationships? It's because a lot of times like me seeing Tony from a distance evolve, I don't need to talk to him all the time, but I can still right. see from a distance he's still doing good and vice versa. Mm-hmm. But we're romantic is like we use it so much for validation. We use it so much for a lot of negative things that it's not productive because now it's like you didn't win. Like if you break right. up or something didn't turn out, it's like you didn't win when now that I'm past my hurt, all the therapy, all that type of thing. It's not really about winning. It's just we weren't meant for each other. Right. And also like when it comes to like the winning, it's like people want to win the breakup. Yeah. And like the only way you can really win the breakup is who gets into a relationship first. And like yeah. that's not really a win if you think about it. I mean, sure, right now it mm-hmm. is, but... You're going to realize if you would have just taken a little bit more time to figure shit out. Because now it's like, again, the sequence, we're talking about the reverse. Like people aren't taking the breaks. Right. But how they're using it to like rush the process. Because before we were saying focus on yourself. Now we're saying you kind of like, what did you say? It was was monking? What was it? Monking. Yeah. Monking. Yeah. Use that in uh, the rushing into relationships podcast where, you know, people rush from relationship to Mm -hmm. relationship and it's sort of where do you take that break to grow as a person? Because now, and I don't want to say that that person's codependent because that's not always the case, but not always the case, but it's more like, all right, you know, 
I gotta fill this void that mm-hmm. I have right now. Like this hurt. Yeah, and you know what's fascinating too? Like, uh, I had a homegirl that um, I think she's a, reached the one year mark of being like broken up with her ex boyfriend. Mm-hmm. But she's still, I think she wrote something on Twitter. She still hasn't processed it. Like, she refused to, like, she basically, like, kind of like put it in a ball, detached it. And like shift it over, and she yeah. never picked it back up to do it. Right. And that doesn't help either. Mm-hmm. Just because of time, you have to kind of like feel that emotion. So right. recently, a lot of gentlemen were crying. Like even me, I was crying for two days because you know we lost a hero. But it's like I feel better that I did that instead of just not letting it go and just right. holding it. Because when you hold it, you don't process it. It's still in your system, yeah. but it's just floating, and that's so not healthy. And I think also the other issue that can happen sometimes is because let's use this Kobe example was mm-hmm. sort of how people were saying like, oh, how come LeBron hasn't said anything? It's like people grieve in different sections just because, you know, you haven't said anything doesn't mean you didn't care. Yeah. It's like the same thing when you're in a breakup just because it's like the same thing like, oh, I haven't gone through this yet. It's like, yeah, you haven't, but you're going to have to. Mm-hmm. But it's more like how, how you get there. It's really up to you, but sometimes people also want you to go based on this timetable. You know, it's interesting when you said that, when it's supposed to be like the Kobe thing and like even with breakups, and this is something that I will admit that I have done. Um, a lot of times when, I'm a very expressive person, so if mm-hmm. you see me on Twitter, I'm very expressive. If I'm right. sad, you're gonna know I'm sad. Yeah, if I'm yeah. happy, you're gonna know I'm happy. So I, I basically wear how I feel on my shoulders. So sometimes mm-hmm. that could be a much for some people. Some people mm-hmm. are more like internal, you know, right. more laid back. So when I be seeing some exes that I've seen some relationships, they'd be like not talking about it and they're just like, hey, I'm with my girls and talking this or going to a party. It's like, oh, so you're not sad. But again, this is like me immature, like the early, like late teens, early 20s, where it's just like, just because they're not talking about it doesn't mean they're not dealing with it. But because right. we don't see it, oh, it must mean I didn't matter or it invalidates the experience or, oh, they're just moving on when I think a lot of people we hurt, but it's just so much, not only miscommunication, but misobservation because mm. we're always trying to put some type of data point or some type of word to yeah. validate it for ourselves for our egos like oh so they're doing this it gives my rationale so like we were talking about earlier to rush into this or to do this instead of just being like stop looking at them and look back at us because when right. we do that we're trying to rush it's like all right i'm going to talk to this person this person and sometimes when we rush into things we don't even want to talk to those people like right. we really don't it's funny you bring that up. Uh, I think a couple of years ago, I went on a date with someone who recently got through a divorce. Ooh. And then I remember, and I remember I was asking her, like, how long has the divorce been? It's like, oh, like th- three months or so. And I was thinking in my head, it's like, oh, I'm pretty sure we're not going to go out again. Not, not saying like because anything on my end, because she was like, yeah, I don't think I'm ready. It's like, yeah, of course not. You, I, I didn't ask more about the marriage, because that's not my... You mentioned this in the past. I think, I think I have. Yeah. And I think like, it makes sense, because yeah. if you look at it that way, you know, marriage is a lot different. I don't know how long they were married yeah. for, but... You know, like, even, like, let's say the longer you're with someone, the longer you should probably take apart, you know, you know, like, or at least stay single. I mean, because, like, even when she said divorce, I'm just assuming that, like, that relationship, let's say, let's say the lowest we can say, let's say it was, like, maybe five, six years. That's still five, six years of marriage, not even including them dating, not even engaged. If we said five years of the marriage, then it's, like, let's say it's, like, three years of, like, Mm -hmm. that dating engagement thing, so that's eight years. That's eight years of your life that is you know connected to someone that you have right. to disconnect mm-hmm. and now it's like okay again because everyone looks at our first example five-year relationship is a waste of time when it's not you got to learn a, a lot about yourself through that relationship but now you're going to have to remove the ego and actually go through the pain and that's easier said than done but right. 
her trying to date after three months is probably just because she wanted to get outside of her head, but she right. should have known probably in an open conversation. This is yeah. the, like just conversation, mm -hmm. trying to make new friends and see yeah. where it can go. Exactly. But like trying to be on a serious date, like, you know, yeah. it's going to be difficult. Right. And even, I feel like a lot of my friends, especially when they are getting out of their own relationships, I know the first question they, know, they always ask, oh, like, how is it like being, you know, single and dating? It's like, don't worry about that right now. Like, well, like, no, figure you out, like, take some time, but... I think that's always the first question that people always go to, especially as I remember my friend called me like the single guru. It's like, I'm no guru, no. I just, I, I think it's just because I'm curious of like how other people approach things. And even then it's like, my, my perspective is a lot different than other people when, when it comes to like breakups or like singleness. Like single is the time to like you figure yourself out. I'm in that transition that I want to get into a relationship, but I'm still, it's weird because I'm still in that point where I'm still focusing on myself. But it's like, I need to be in this mindset in order to get into a relationship. And I, I feel like at this point, especially because now I'm in my 30s, is that, okay, cool, I gotta recalibrate. Even though I kind of have an idea what I want, it's also, how do I approach it now? Because I can't approach it the same way I did when I was in my 20s. Okay, valid points. I wanted to like, kind of like, hear a lot of what you were saying because I think when people say like you're the single guru because you've been single for so long and mm -hmm. the title is like you know it's time it's more yeah. but it's like there's a lot of you grew up like an only child mm -hmm. but you know yourself that's why yeah. when it comes to you you're not willing to give people the title of like this is my girlfriend this is my fiance this is my wife just yeah. haphazardly I'm just gonna throw it right. out a lot of people throw out that really quickly they yeah. throw out certain words really quickly and they right. don't think about a lot of their actions in it and i think that's very interesting because I'll, you're so used to being to yourself if i'm going to add someone to that space i have to really like you and right. people don't want to know what it's like to really like you like right. i think when i was recording last time with you i was like eh, eh, ah. <laughs> and then after like really being to myself going to therapy working out, getting myself in a better work situation, getting myself to be in a better situation, I'm more open to dating. Cause mm -hmm. again, you're a little bit older than me, but right. it's like, I'm in my basically last year of being 28. Yeah, and it it's basically, <laughs> we're gonna be 30, but now it's just like understanding that, what is the intention of me going to? And now it's like, what right. are the values? What mm -hmm. do I care about? Like right. when it comes to like building a long lasting relationship and not like some frivolous one for like the gram or right. like certain things for everyone else yeah, yeah. you got to do it for yourself mm -hmm. and that's the problem a lot of people are doing things like oh i'm trying to impress people like my boyfriend girlfriend looks dope or they do something dope it's like i don't really care about that it's like as long right. as they're ambitious they care about their family they care about their friends and they care about themselves and they, they can be a good parent <laughs> that right. you can trust that's what we should be really looking for right um, and I know, like, we were talking about with, like, the whole grieving thing with, like, Hope yeah, yeah. and Nipsey. Um, I think people don't realize that it takes time to heal, not only to grieve, but also grow simultaneously. Yeah. Like, it's, yes, you're grieving, but you're also growing at the same mm -hmm. time, but you're not seeing it because you're, you're looking at the grieving. Like, and, and that's why I say, like, if someone says, like, you know, you know, I was in this five-year relationship, mm -hmm. broke up, so take some of that time, think, you know, think through through whatever you're going through and at the same time you're going to be growing because you're going to be learning from it but people aren't going to see that because they're sometimes a little bit I don't want to say short-minded but more they're not looking at the long goal long-term goal they're looking at like okay how do I fix this as quick as possible okay you said something really key so the grieving and growing at the same time 
people don't want to grieve and grow at the same time because the grieving part hurts. It hurts oh, a lot. Yeah. Like yeah. I know we keep saying Nipsey and Go yeah. because it's the timing of this yeah. episode from the last episode and like right. that. But if I didn't let myself feel it, because mm-hmm. a lot of times when it comes to us being like, you know, of the black and brown kind of like background, yeah. we're like not used to being vulnerable. But like right. when that happened, I'm seeing other grown men cry in public. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing us being extremely sad for someone. It's like it's very jarring and shocking, but not in a bad way. It's like, oh, Oh, we feel sad. Like, we do feel yeah. this emotion. So when it comes to, like, a long-term relationship, you're allowed to feel it because you cared about this person and right. you wanted this to be that. And I feel like when we look at the lessons we get from, from like, any of those situations, now I feel like when I play that last episode or, like, previous episodes with your other kind of, like, people, that guests that were on here, and now, like, you could tell the people that are still healing, people that are healed, that people are doing much better, but... I feel way more centered now than it was back then right. when I had that conversation where it's like I can look at all of my relationships and I'm very appreciative. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not cool with some of those exes and right. it's okay. Yeah. I'm not. All right, but I there's, appreciate there's no, what I learned. There's no bad intentions. It's yeah. just like, yeah, you know. It didn't work. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's nothing to be upset about. I think that's what's cool. But I think we have to not look. We, we have to not make grieving be a, like a horrible thing. Right. As in. You want to do whatever it takes to dodge it. Because if mm-hmm. you do whatever it takes to dodge it, it you're still going to have to, right. at some point, face it and deal with it. Right. And also, like, we were talking about therapy. If one mm-hmm. thing you learn from therapy is, like, therapists are going to push you oh, man. to deal with your grief. It's like, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, no, no, we are. Yeah, just, yeah. just take it slow. Yeah. And, and even, I remember I was talking to my therapist because we just made a thing. I was like, I think a year in. And I remember she was telling, like, yeah, so, like, how do you feel about your progress here? It's like, Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I should be more proud of the progress I've made, but I know there's so much more progress to mm-hmm. make. And and not saying that I don't appreciate all of the growth I've done. Mm-hmm. It's just sometimes like, you know there's always more yeah. to do. So it's sort of sometimes never getting the time to reflect on it. Because like even then, we th- I think we spent that entire session just talking about, like, cool, like, you know, you've made the progress. You were teaching for a bit, you know, helping students, you know deal with like their own issues you know listening to them as much and like also showing them that it's okay to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. with other things it's like yeah you know i didn't really think of that because you know we live in this so such a fast-paced society where you never get the time to like even stop and reflect you know because like even like let's say here like let's say i don't know do you work out after or before work um so on the weekends I work out in the morning, but to answer your question, I don't know why that just because Friday. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, depending on the day, like if it's not comedy, it's working out. So let's right. say I usually go to therapist on Monday. So to me, self care days are like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday because nice. I usually work out Saturday, Sunday in the morning, Monday right after therapy, right. and then Friday either right after comedy or in the morning. But now I do. I have a pull up bar. So basically, when I don't go to the gym, mm-hmm. I just do a lot of pull ups and push ups before work and before right. I go to bed. So I just think with that is just that self-care, right. to try to be a flexible. I used to be super inflexible. Like I have to be in the gym or I don't do anything. But I think the more your therapist pushes you, like, be more, be more open, yeah, be more, yeah. all that type of stuff. <laughs> so I think that's what helps with them pushing us in that direction. Right. So, like, for example, like, let's say today I woke up at 5, went to go swim, mm-hmm. and I went to work. Mm-hmm. Pretty much ate, ate lunch real quick, then went back to work. Mm-hmm. Then I finished work that came here, mm-hmm. and I'm going out afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like, where do you get the time to actually slow down? So like, that's how come I started using specific apps that like forces me to reflect on the day. Because mm. if not, then like, 
where do I get to say like, yeah, you know, I probably had a shitty day, but take a positive out of it. There has to be some, you know, like you woke up. There you go. Like just something, you know, sort of like the same thing when we go back to the Kobe thing. You just never know when's the day going to happen. So you appreciate the fact that you woke up that day. Yeah. And even something like that, I probably don't think about a lot. But when I have an app that forces me to be like, how was your day? It's like, shit. But no, no, no. Find, find something. You know, you know, did you go to the gym? Did you... You had food. You still, you know, you have a home. You know, yeah. And, and if you bills are paid. Yeah. Like you that. know, like just something simple as that you take for granted because you have so much other things going on. Yeah. You know what's interesting? And I don't know if I talked about the last one because I deleted those apps from my phone for my sanity. Like I deleted like CoStar and the Pattern app. Yeah. So now I just have like the Motivation app or the Internal Sunshine. Yeah. And what I like about those two apps is I get notifications to my watch where it just give me like a motivation to quote probably once every hour. So it right. makes me be present to like mm-hmm. look at it. it's like oh something good or oh something like that where right. it's like it's pretty cool to like not have like that negative reinforcement of oh my right. god uh zodiac signs or oh my god this is negative or i don't understand this so it's it's pretty interesting with that so i i just think it's it's fascinating how sometimes we need to have an app tell us to be present because then it's just like we forget to be present because we're so locked in. Right. And it's very hilarious that we have to trust our, our phones like it's Jarvis, like Iron Man suit. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. very hilarious. But And I think it just it makes sense because we depend on our phones so yeah. much. At least to have something on your phone that mm-hmm. forces you to just say like, take a sec, you know, take five minutes, mm-hmm. reflect, and then just keep moving. And then I think that also gets to the point when it comes to people that want to rush the healing you mm-hmm. don't you're like you're not taking the time to reflect on whatever the breakup is and and that's where like it leads to like for example i remember i wrote one thing where it says like new relationships are fragile they are fragile when you're rushing into them from a breakup cuz you're not healing from your previous breakup and now you're taking that baggage all right and we're bringing it over to the next person mm-hmm. because you haven't worked on any of that you know what it's like, because you use the uh, example of baggage. It's like if we think of every relationship like an apartment room or apartment mm, yeah, like yeah. thing within a, in a in a building, and you keep going from one apartment to another apartment to another apartment, and you still have like like a defect, like right. a broken cord, like it yeah. doesn't charge or something that <laughs> makes living like very right. problematic. Yeah. So you become very agitated. A lot of times when I think about it. And something that we are forced to do because of therapy and working out. The more active we are when it comes to just our lives and being present, doing hobbies, seeing our friends, going to plays, whatever. And then also being able to sit with our thoughts. It makes it easier to kind of like deal with negativity. As in, we're able to have better conversation with conflict, mm-hmm. better things and dealing with things. So a lot of times when you keep bringing that baggage, you keep bringing the pain that you aren't confronting so right. if you're not confronting it you're going to project it on someone else like a lot of times when we see a lot of these relationships on reality and stuff and people like throwing <laughs> so things awful. and yelling yeah, yeah. and being all yeah. that it's like you're like yo you gotta be my other half or you gotta deal with my my antics when it's like no nobody has to deal with it they can choose right. to but they, right. they don't need to deal with it and i think we have to take more onus of our own pain and onus of our inner strength to be able to overcome it we can have support but people cannot be our crutch because it's not mm-hmm. healthy I'm gonna send you an article that I found where it says that we like a lot of people tend to put too much too much expectations on relationships. Mm-hmm. It's not really important to the podcast, but I figured if I have it here, listeners will make... probably share that after we read. Exactly. It, but, yeah. uh, I, man, I think 
even with me now, like dating, I think what I, how I feel about dating and how it's like changed is that I think in the last like five years of dating, having some type of possessive moments, I don't, I don't really want to feel like I'm possessing someone. Right. Like, I just uh, want it yeah. to be like how we were talking about like that last time. Yeah. Like it's not just like partnership and just be like, look, you hang out with your friends, you hang out with mm-hmm. your family, but we just have communication where it's like, all right, cool. I know this instead of like these right. things where someone always wants to be around you. Then it's like, yeah. You know us, Tony, like, you know, Scorpio right. with yeah. you and me as a yeah. cancer. I like being around people, but sometimes I want to be to myself. So right. if you're always around me, like, where are your friends? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so we need to be able to have, like, those healthier things and just be able to, like, function that way. So that's why right. when people need to understand, I guess we're, we're the types of, I don't really care about relationships. Not that I don't want to be in a relationship, because now right. I, can, I finally say, probably, like, probably later this year, I would like to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I would like to take those steps to go into and, you know, cross my fingers, lots of drinks. Yeah. Probably going into those steps. But to, to the most important thing is, I'm cool being by myself. So when I'm looking at people tweeting all the time about one significant other, it makes me nervous because like, all right, cool, but you're doing mad stuff, but why do you need a relationship? Like, right. and, I mean, we all want significant right. others, but yeah. if you continue to like, you know, meet people, see someone that you like, have conversations, but it seems not desperate, but it's like, there's so many things going on. You should be able to be meeting people, just keep having a conversation, but it's like, damn, I need it. And like that right. type of energy yeah. never feels right with me. My favorite thing when someone says that they want a relationship, but they want to skip all like the, yeah, like, you know, I hate dating because, you know, you know, I just want to like find a partner. It's like, the fuck you mean? You need to go on dates to figure, like, you can't just say like, cool, I'm just, I think the only way that would work is if you end up dating someone you know. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you can skip the entire dating process. Well, yeah, Outside most of that, you have to actually get to know the person. And even then, even if you know the person, you there's still levels that you don't. Know. Oh, right, exactly. So that makes it even yeah, yeah, more yeah, yeah, different. Yeah. Is like I've you know tried dating some people, like women that I'm friends with, mm-hmm. and it's just like it's interesting because you're going from like that friendship thing, and then yeah. you're trying to like get into that other type of realm, and it's like it's very, very interesting on the nuance because then it's gonna be like. You know, as a friend, I didn't have to deal with some of these nuances. Yeah. And now with this, like, I really don't like this. Or I do right. like this. So it was, like, it was very fascinating with that type of change. You'd be like, ugh, this yeah. is different. But I, this makes me go back to, like, what is the rationale of you want a relationship? I remember reading a tweet and someone was like, asking, like, what do you, why do you want a relationship? Because I want this, this, this. So it's like, so what are your goals? What are your ambitions? What is this? Because it sounds really empty. It yeah. sounds like you just kind of, like, want a Pikachu, like a Pikachu. Right, right, but right, you right, want right. something to, like kind of like validates you when it's like you don't have your yeah. your own thing not that you it's not to say that only people in love yeah nobody like, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. saying only people in love should be like super focused and ambitious but i really feel like you got to understand you as we've been saying yeah to like before you go into because now it's going to be very superficial why you want the relationship right and i think that also happens because people are afraid of being alone and and, and i mean not everyone i i understand the fear and i'm not saying like I enjoy being alone, but it's, it's a different thing where, like, there's a difference between, like, loneliness and alone, or, like, I forgot what the two terms were, I forgot what the other one is, but, or, like, solitude. I think, like, solitude and loneliness are two different things. I, 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 think, I, I, I think with, like, solitude, you enjoy your own time, but mm-hmm. that doesn't make me lonely. Yeah. You being lonely is you want someone there, mm-hmm. but you can't appreciate your own space. Yeah. And I think, using what you just said, I would prefer <laughs> to be uh, dating with people that have mastered solitude. Right. Because for me, as a person that's very, you know, outgoing and stuff like that, 
I do love being at events, doing this, but I also know how to be by myself. Whereas right. like, you know, sometimes I just probably go to the office or just go to the library or do things by myself. Mm -hmm. If you have this, like this need that you need to be around someone is very, to me, unappealing because right. there are gonna be times that you're not gonna be around your partner, you're not gonna be yeah. around your kids, you're not gonna be around your friends. Like that codependent thing of like, I need you, mm -hmm. is like, in a relationship, I want you, but right. it's like that need, it, it creates like this form of responsibility that at times can be overbearing. Right. You know, it's always interesting because I'm always curious with like celebrities. Mm -hmm. They seem to always, they don't have like long lasting marriages for the most part. I'm not mm -hmm. saying like none do, but I'm just saying like Very the percentage right. is probably low, which for me makes no sense because you have your own time. Yeah. So you would think like, you know, if I think it would only work if you work in different industries. Like you can't both be actors, I think. Like, and I'm not saying that's always the case, yeah. but I think like with, it makes sense, though, in, in some perspectives. Like, if you work in the music industry, then awesome. And I work in like movies. They can sort of like go intertwine, mm -hmm. but you're also given like your own time. Yeah. But then I feel like a lot of the times, and honestly, I'm not saying that that's... I'm only going based on that measure because I feel like they have their own careers. Mm -hmm. And I feel like in other perspectives like even if we do have our own careers as well but you're not you're not also in the limelight limelight so it's not the same comparison but i would always think that i'm always curious why celebrities don't work out as much because they have so much i mean their schedules are probably different too yeah i mean yeah, yeah. also because yeah. even if they're in the same industry or different industry it depends right. on like their workload and depends because right. it's like the values to me i think what i've learned in now, I've said before, the last five, the last two, when it comes to certain type of women that I date, mm -hmm. I, I have dated, yeah. is like, like, what are your core values? Because right. what makes it important to how this relationship is going to go and like, what type of energy, mindset, intention we're moving mm -hmm. into relationship. So there'll be some people that they've been married for like, I don't know, five years, 10 years, and they break up. And there's people like Will and Jada and, you know, Barack yeah. and Michelle and right. a lot of those people, I think Barack and Michelle is like, what, 15, 20 years? But... I yeah, because yeah. I remember reading yeah, both yeah. their books oh, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, right, so, because yeah. they met in like their twenties, like right. their mid to late twenties, yeah. and like in their mid forties, mm -hmm. like mid to late forties. Right. So, the reason why is like, what is it built on? You right. know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, like the values, like how do we look at each other? What are we trying to build on? Because mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to relationship, everyone keeps looking at movies like you know romantic comedies or romance. Oh, you swept me off my feet. All these bouquets and jewelry and all that stuff. But that's just the niceties. That's like the honeymoon yeah. phase. Right. Like relationships is part passion and part companion love. And people mm -hmm. have to remember that. Like it's not going to be passion all the time. It is going to be. Right. If you have the right partner. But it's not, it, you still have to be friends. Because there's going to be sometimes you're going to disagree. Mm -hmm. And the problem is people have like this mindset of happy-go-lucky all the time. Yeah. And it's like, and sometimes it does happen for some people in their relationships. But right. sometimes it doesn't. So if right. it doesn't happen for their relationship, it's not a failure. You got to learn how to communicate. Which also makes me realize when we talk about love languages, we just talk mm -hmm. about word of affirmation. Yeah. We have to understand how to communicate each other and how to listen. Right. And again, this is why I feel like. I honestly feel like when people say they don't want to do therapy, it makes me nervous. As someone like, you know us, when we didn't know how to like express <laughs> yeah. ourselves, it's like, right. I don't need therapy. And now that I've, used, I've been in therapy for almost like two, three months, it's like, yeah. I am I cannot date someone that doesn't want to have a therapist. There's right. no way I can do it. Because right. you don't know how to convey yourself and have high emotional intelligence, which you have no choice through mm -hmm. therapy but to get that. Right. 
it's we all need therapy. We need couples therapy. We need individual therapy. Yeah. So uh, I I don't know if my friend's gonna listen to this, but I'm gonna keep. I usually keep names anonymous, yeah. anyways. But so I remember he was telling me that he was planning on proposing to his girlfriend. Congrats, whoever that is. Not there yet. So what happened? What? Yeah. <laughs> so I knew like they were going to Paris and mm-hmm. Amsterdam, and I remember I was like looking at social media. And he was back. He was back, and I was like. Did you guys? And I remember I was, and I was like, I don't know how to ask him this. And everybody was like, Hey, so did you end up proposing? What's up? And he was like, Yeah. So we decided, I decided, or we decided as a couple, it was like before we even consider engagement, we're going to go to couples therapy first. And I was like, There you go. Like that, that makes sense. You don't mm-hmm. want to go, you know, couples. You don't want to. I, I, I think it makes sense to go to couples therapy before you consider the long term game. Yeah. Instead of your 15, 20 years into marriage, it's like, Oh, we need to fix something. So yeah, probably would have been good to fix before it started. Or I, I, I think, but yeah, no, no, it's not even I agree with yeah. you because yeah. here's the thing: people look at therapy as the last <laughs> resort, like, like break in case yeah, of yeah. like emergency. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas, like, yo, I just go to therapy, I fix what I need to fix, and then I'm good. When in actuality, therapy is really, yo, Tony, like we were talking about this earlier. How often do we have like a un like distracted, disturbed? 45 minutes or an hour of just talking about ourselves. Therapy to me (laughs) is fun. At first it wasn't fun, but it's like, yo, I really am learning like nuances within myself where it's like couples therapy to me makes sense because, all right, cool. That should be a long lasting thing. Like people Mm -hmm. think, oh, because infidelity and stuff like that. No, just how to communicate. Like maybe there's something that I'm talking to my significant other in a way that's hurting her feelings and I don't understand. So you have like the neutral third party Mm -hmm. and you have to, again, be... Mindful, because if we, if you guys ever watch Marriage Story, you know some people would love this, some people hate it. I just like the whole aspect of seeing kind of like a relationship disintegrate and how yeah, hurtful it is, right. and like, and when they were going mm-hmm. to therapy, like one person, like, oh, you're choosing that person's side. It's like you're not good with yourself. That's right. why we need a couple's therapist, and each person has their own therapist, so they're yes. able to convey it. Right. So it's very interesting how we're talking about that, but this is all tied into how we deal with grief, how we deal mm-hmm. with rejection, how we deal with all those negative right. aspects. And I think people assume. And like one of the points I had was make sure that you're actually happy. And the way I bring that up, it's more, I think if someone assumes they're, they're not happy, they think the relation, a relationship is the solution. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's a lot of people. I'm not trying to like generalize, mm-hmm. but I think if you're not particularly sure, it's, if you're not happy, that means you're so grieving. The solution is not another relationship. No, it's not at all. And I feel like, I think when people listen to this episode, we're going to understand you got to embrace the grief. You right. have to really understand that you can't use a relationship as a Band-Aid because right. you're using it as a Band-Aid and like, what are you getting out of it? Like, I feel like now when it comes to how I see entering any type of, like, I'm working in any type of job, any type of personal project, any type of thing with myself, my family, my friends. When you move with that correct intention, mm-hmm. you're going to get a lot out of it. If you're not coming yeah. with this, like, oh, I just don't want a relationship because, you know, I want attention or I want someone to validate me. It's like the things, the person that you're going to be, you're going to you're going to try to chip away at yourself or try to do things that's not like you instead of just right. being like, all right, cool. I want to build myself up so I can be ready for a relationship. Mm-hmm. So when I become the person that I need to be. And it doesn't have to be like a financial stature or whatever, mm-hmm. but just being good with you mentally, emotionally. Right. I think that's the most important thing. A lot of times people want to see them elevated like success. But for me, going through therapy and just having those conversations, I'm very 
comfortable with who I am right now. Mm-hmm. Of course, I want to build up to be more, but right. I can finally say I'm very comfortable where I am right now, and I'm I'm going to strive to like understand my flaws, work through them, and I'm going to continue to go up. That's it. It takes right. a lot because mm-hmm. you know, most sure. time we don't even want to admit it, but that's what you got to do. Right. Yeah, and I I don't know if you listened to the emotionally unavailable. I listen to all the episodes. Yeah, yeah. Wait. That was an episode or another podcast? No, that was, that, that was an episode. Okay, cool. So I listened yeah. to all your episodes. So, and even with that one, I, and I remember we were talking, we were texting about this, because I, I think what you said is that you opened up to your therapist, like, two sessions in. Yeah, because you remind me of my sister. She reminded yeah. me of Damo. So if she ever listened yeah. to this, you remind me, she reminded me of her. So, and I remember you were like, oh, when did you open up? So, like, yeah, three months in. <laughs> and, then, and then I had to, like, man, I had to, like, because I have to remember how you were. Like, you're right. very, like, this, because you're that so I yeah. for me it's like if I feel comfortable with you if you feel like quote right. unquote home or someone you remind right. me of it's like I can talk like right. you know talk to the fair one with you and I feel like for you you just need that trust but everything's based off of trust so right. that's what it is and I remember one of the things because she was telling me about this and she was like hey so you know it was like right before I opened up like the week before and she was like yeah like have you ever heard of the perfect patient it's like oh shit thanks you know thanks it's like no this isn't a compliment because <laughs> she was like you're you're not wanting to talk about anything that's going wrong is sort of like assuming that you know like cool everything's fine it's like no it's not it's like but it's sort of like the things that like i wear my emotions on my sleeve i just don't say them mm-hmm. so like meaning my face will say one thing but i'll be like yeah i'm good it's like no, you're not it's like yes i am it's like yeah your your pitch went higher so that means like something's wrong it's like all right fine shit and the following week i was going through some shit so i was like all right fuck it came in it's like Hey, so how was your week? All right, let's get started. Finally, we're going to do therapy for real now in month three. But, like, for me, it was just more of a trust thing. Yeah. Yeah, so, and I think that's sort of, and I guess, like, for me, it comes from the person that takes a longer time to trust, where I remember I was telling you that I did a poll on Instagram, and then I did it on Twitter, where I was trying to figure out, cool, when do people, like, after a breakup, when do they get into a relationship? So 30%, I think, was one to three months, 40 was four to six, and then the other 30 was 10 months and higher. Mm-hmm. And I was like looking at it, it's like the one to three months, it's like, damn, that, that's really quick. And depending on how long that relationship was, it's like, I, the issue with Twitter polls is that you don't get to see who votes. So yeah, I can, it, you, yeah. you don't see like the gender. Well, which I think is a good thing, I guess. But it's also like, damn, I, I need follow up questions now mm-hmm. because I need to know how. One to three months? It's like, mm-hmm. that just seems way too soon. I don't know. Wait, did that poll finish already? You know yeah, what you finished. could do? Yeah, it was a No, while but ago. it's still up though because of the tweet. You know yeah, what you yeah. could do? You can do as a follow up to tweet. How long was the relationship? So right. you can do like the whole was oh, it less than right, one right, year, right, right, right. one to like two or three, was yeah. it you know two to four, or mm-hmm. was it like four plus, right? right? And then with those options, you can kind of see some more and some more and some more because you know right. us in analytics now. Me yes. trying to understand it, it's really helpful with right. that. But um, I would say what you uh, had said with the uh, trust in the therapist, mm-hmm. going back to the grief and go back to safe place. We have our therapists as safe places. Yeah we need to become one of our own safe places. Right. And that's why when it comes to even this discussion of rushing into another relationship, you're rushing into another safe place. But yeah. you're trying to make it a safe place, but 
are you safe? Because yeah. that place could be safe, right. but if you're taking time bomb right. and you haven't, you know, removed any toxicity from you, mm-hmm. you can, everyone wants to say that the other person is at fault. When after we look at it, it's like, we're technically... That, that future meme? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it, it's like you look in the mirror yeah, and it's yeah. like, they call you toxic, but it's like, we're both toxic yeah, we in are, our own yeah. ways and we yeah. don't want to, we don't right. like being the bad person in someone else's of story, but not. technically yeah. we are the bad person in a lot of people's story. Right. And once we embrace that, it's like, all right, cool. I've done a couple people wrong, and I'm going to be a better person from mm-hmm. it. Instead of just being like, oh, I'm a bad person, I'm aware of this with a badge of honor, right. and I'm just going to rock out to it, which is, I mean, if you choose to do that, it's cool. Just stay away from me and my right. friends, because right. that's, that's very unhealthy. I think the real, I mean, I think that's just like next level therapy, but I think if people really internalize sometimes, people can be their own, like, like toxic person, too. Yeah. Like, you know, people think like, oh yeah, this was like a toxic relationship. It was them saying, like, look a little bit in. Sometimes, mm-hmm. like, not saying like you were the toxic one for them, but you're probably also the toxic per- person for yourself. Which also brought out the toxicity in some Right. Because um, that's good that you said that. Because yeah. even for me, when it comes to like, probably like my last two relationships is, uh, transparency. Uh, <laughs> for me, what was wrong with how I was dating is I was prioritizing my partners, like the women's happiness over my own. So as long as right. they were happy, yeah. I was happy when I wasn't. Because sometimes right. I'll be focused on them being good, mm-hmm. then my life is crumbling. But as long as they're good, it's cool. But I wasn't taking time right. to focus on myself. So there's going to be some type of conflict where it's like, now I'm like feeling entitled. Like, yo, I did all this. You're not appreciative. And now you want more. And it was like, where is this support for me? When they probably could have gave me support, but I'm not centered in myself that I could right. have probably accepted that support. So mm-hmm. growth. But it's just understanding that w- the types of traits that you walk into any friendship, any relationship, are either going to strengthen it or it's going to weaken it. And it kind of sucks. Because sometimes you could have had some really great friendships and some really great relationships, but you weren't healed or you weren't really noticing some of your bad things and you were so prideful that you couldn't admit it. That right. It's like, man. I mean, it's too late. And, of course, it's a learning lesson, which mm-hmm. is why. From the start, when we talked about the whole five years relationship being a waste of time, it's not. It's like we're the whole point of our life is to figure out what our purpose is, yeah. you know, and to kind of like enjoy life with our friends, our family, and a significant other. And right. that's what it is. So. I mean, you were in the relationship, so there had to be some. I mean, I'm pretty sure the relationship wasn't all bad because then you wouldn't no. have been there for that long. For long yeah. It's just more, you're still in the, what's like the five stages of grief? I always, like, you're probably in stage one. I, uh, mm. I forgot what it is. Uh, Why you do that? I mean, look yeah, because yeah, there's and the thing is that like even I so like we know that there's five stages. So the goal is people want to get to the last stage right away. It's like no, you you know stay in and appreciate each level. Okay, so real quick while he was oh, giving us time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. So those are the five stages. Right. So. People are in denial for a lot of people. <laughs> yo, not even just denial, but they're stuck between denial and anger. Right. So, like the whole denial is avoidance, confusion, elation, shock, fear. Anger mm-hmm. is frustration, irritation, anxiety. And right. the bargaining is like you're trying to struggle to find the meaning, trying to figure it out. Depression is you're feeling overwhelmed, so you're kind of doing that. And then the acceptance of you've accepted all these emotions, all these experiences. But a lot of times when you're rushing and the denial, anger, and you you're trying to you're trying to replace old memories with new memories of someone else yeah. and it's like you haven't processed it so you're still kind of stuck in denial of anger so even though you're having a good time with someone mm-hmm. else 
you could still be ruminating about someone else, and that's not healthy. Or you should be walking into any relationship, uh, any type of relationship with, you know, better ideas, you know. And then think of it this way, the rush into healing is only bargaining. You're never getting, yeah. you're never getting past, you're never getting past bargaining because cool. you're, okay, cool, I bargained, all right couple of months you know what get back into a relationship you didn't even give yourself the time to get through the mm-hmm, depression mm-hmm. and acceptance and I think the acceptance is also the real hard work because if you're not dealing with the baggage and whatever or, or I think another one was closure like if, if you're not getting closure or dealing with the baggage you haven't accepted anything I find it interesting jumping on what you said with closure yeah. when people have like this thing on Twitter when it's like Closure is overrated, and also sometimes when people actually go for closure, it's really like a one-up mushroom to like try to continue this relationship or bond. Yeah. But really, when we look at closure, and I think we've been, we've talked about therapy so much, but it's very That's true. to me, it's just like I've learned how to grant myself closure by myself when it right. comes to like when you look at situations where I may have had a falling out with some people or some men and women or some like some people I used to date or just like that. But I'm not going to be like, oh, they did this and it is like I understand my actions. I look at their actions, try to be as objective as possible. But then it's just like whatever mistakes happen, I own it instead of just trying to push it off to the other person. Like what I've done is like I own it. And if there's a possibility of, you know, us, you know, either reconciling or being friends or whatever it is, I've accepted my part. I can have a conversation. Of course, some people do their own work, so it doesn't necessarily mean both sides could actually reconcile because you both have to do the work. But I think that's what's important. Like acceptance is very hard because you really have to look at yourself and, and be real with yourself. Look at mirrors like, I mean, did you do everything? Yeah. Did they do everything? Are right. we being real with ourselves? Or, right. or can we be can we be like more 50 50, 60 40, and at times probably 55 45? Like mm-hmm. we just want people to be bad so we can be easy to forget them when. Yeah. A lot of people that we dated were cool. They were great. And it just means that, again, it didn't work out. It wasn't for us. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. It's right. cool. Right. Um, oh, I saw this one thing that really. <laughs> pissed me off where I was like oh boy it not really pissed me off but I was like I hope I'm pretty sure people do this but it's like why so it was a you might want to prove a point but like the point is that you don't need your ex it's like yeah just stay single then like you don't need to be in a relationship to prove you don't need your ex you can do that by flourishing traveling you know like let's say because there's one thing that I've heard a lot from people that were in relationships and broke up They've always said, yeah, when I was in this relationship, I never got to do X, Y, and Z. Do X, Y, and Z now. Like, don't, like, and, you know, and I'm not, like, saying, like, I'm in the point where people need to, I'm trying to be pro-single. It's more, especially if you've been through a breakup, enjoy the time mm-hmm. off. Like, what's one thing you've wanted to do that you didn't get to do? Like, I didn't get to travel a lot. So, like, oh, so travel. where do you want to travel? Like, figure that shit out. Like, if, if you don't put it out there or, like, work towards it, it's like, not saying you're still like, and I'm not saying like the traveling is gonna fix anything either. I'm just saying if there's something that you did that you didn't get to do while you were in the relationship, do it now. Mm-hmm. I think also, and this is something I think you tweeted about, or if it was in one of your past relation, your past kind of like episodes type stuff, but the codependent to like interdependent thing, yes, where it's yes, just like episode, yeah. when someone's saying they, they couldn't do it because they're in a relationship, and it's like when people say, yo, I can't, I wouldn't let them do that, or can can your your boyfriend or girlfriend dress this way, yeah. do this stuff. It's like, to me, if you really like a person and I care about their interests, whereas, mm-hmm. you know, 
someone likes music. They like right. going to music music um, performances or festivals, or they mm -hmm. like art. They like right. going to museums, or if they like you know dance. Yeah. Why am I going to stop them from doing things that they actually like to do? Like right. I feel like we you got to really when you like a person and I'm saying like all right cool it's either I'm going to learn to do this with you mm -hmm. or I'm allow you not allow then I, I know but like give yeah. that space because you yeah, know yeah. words mean things so yeah. it's like get, grant that space that safe space where they can just do it because some people they love traveling the world that yeah. partner may not like traveling but they right. can be like hey while you travel just give me some postcards like I don't like yes. maybe I don't like yeah. going outside but I can still be in the experience where right, you just right, collect right. postcards and I'll yeah. just so we have to be flexible because a lot of times we want it to be some way so bad mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be that way right and that's what's very fascinating and oh, you're good <laughs> and that's what it is so so oh um, and I don't know if we mentioned this before but being influenced by others mm. um, so or sort of like going a little bit further in that where I think everyone wants to go on the same pace or schedule so like for example let's say let's say all right cool um, oh, I'll give an example my it's like what was it it was like a, a neighbor of mine because I've like lived in the same building for a while and she was like oh so like are, are, are you like are you like married it's like I would have had a ring in my finger if I was married, right? No, but no, <laughs> no or, or then the next question is like, oh, like, do you have kids? Like, what the fuck is with these questions? Like, I, I'm not saying like you're not being nosy. It's like, why do you assume that I have to fit this specific schedule? I'm not saying that I need, like, no, it's like, yeah, I'm 31. I, do I need to have kids and be married? No. But especially when it's like older people, they have like this expectation. And a lot of the times I feel like, I feel like a lot, especially when I was in my early 20s, I felt pressure to get into a, I felt like a need to get into a relationship just because people kept on asking. Mm -hmm. And it's like the same thing, like once you're in a breakup, it's like, cool, so like, when are you gonna like, it's like, don't ask them that question, just yeah. let them be, let, let them figure that shit out, but. Quick yeah. question about the neighbor, like how old was that neighbor? She oh, was like older? Probably like in her 50s. Oh yeah, Cause I yeah. Know she, it wasn't a neighbor around my age. Just like, which I understood. No, because I was like, thinking about two things. Okay, I was thinking either if it wasn't someone around your age, either she was actually hitting you. If she was older than you, she was probably thinking yeah. of someone in her family, like maybe, maybe like a daughter or a niece yeah, or something. Yeah. That's why they always ask those questions. Like for me, oh, I get those I same things because okay. they always yeah, yeah, just yeah, check. Yeah. Like, has anything changed? It's like, right. are you are you married? You have any kids? Yeah, and then yeah. they're like bringing the data back to that person, right? Because they'll usually I never thought of that. Okay. Because usually when, yeah, when yeah. women ask certain questions, there's a particular reason why they yeah. ask that question. Like, right. all right, are you seeing someone? Like, are you are you coveted by anybody yeah. else like you know do you have kids because you know you know women like to have more of the attention so when they're right. asking those two major things it's like all right cool so he's single single yeah from what he told me oh right. he's being honest but yeah that, if we're going by what he said i might have some suitors that might right. fit so that's probably mm -hmm. what it is so i did like this one thing that i uh wrote where people love themselves in a relationship and they don't know how and they and because of that they don't know how to be their own person so it kind of mm. like goes back to like the codependent and i'm not saying that's always the case but and, and i feel like this is probably more for the codependent person where all right cool uh i was this person's significant other and that's how like they saw themselves and now that they're single it's like how do i be my own person and i'm like i, I don't know and that's always tricky because i feel like when people 
I, I don't know, like, depending on, like, how they take their breakup, it's like, you know, you were single before that, and I'm pretty sure you had your own life, but, like, because you had five, six, seven years with another person, you feel like they were, like, a part of you. Mm -hmm. So, like, now, I'm not saying, like, you know, you don't know how to be your own person, but you have to, like, learn to how be to your own again. person again. And I think... Hopefully, that's a better way of phrasing that. No, no, but we got what you said. But hopefully, <laughs> yeah. the whole purpose of like us talking about not rushing through the pain, or like what we talked about in this, our first episode together, was like you know actually taking a break to figure yourself out. Mm -hmm. Is we're trying to teach you how to be interdependent because that's the healthiest and the greatest relationship that'll last the longest. Right. Being able to handle all those things when. If you don't know your identity, and your identity is usually like a sponge of whoever you're dating, right. then it's, it's you're, you're becoming a leech. And mm -hmm. after and I mean, if that person is cool with that dynamic, then it's going to be fine. Right. But if they're not cool with it, then it's going to be an issue. Yeah. So when we have these conversations, we have to understand. Look, you should be able to do the same thing. So if you were dressed in a certain way, going out with your friends, you know, obviously you're going to spend some time with each other, spend some time with respective families. But you have to be able to know how to be like, look, this works because I'm. I love who you are. Right. You love who I am. And there's probably some things we're going to improve over, like how our style goes together, blase, blase, but just that openness. And when people don't come from an open place, it usually feels like a cage. And it's like when yeah. you talk to some people that feel like they're suffocating you, like I remember some girls that it's like, the reason why I don't like you because it feels like you're suffocating me. Like right. you and I, I know with you in the marketing, but sometimes I'm on my phone, but it's not in a disrespectful way. It's like I'm checking right. something. So I'm still yeah. present with you. I'm still right. listening. Right. But I'm kind of like a micro influence or whatever thing. So yeah, for yeah. me, I'm listening to you, but I still have to check other things. Right, so right. some person could be like quality time. They want undivided attention. Mm -hmm. For me, it's words of affirmation, you know, probably physical, so that's quality time. It kind of goes back and forth. Right. But sometimes, depending on where we're going, I'm going to have to check something because mm -hmm. the, where I'm going, I'm kind of like I'm a, like a major key for like a clothing line. And, this is, and those stuff could wait. But if I'm always, if I, well, let's say I'm in a relationship, I'm living with this person, and I always have to give you attention, it's not going to really work for me. It's going to feel right. like I'm not being me. And that's the only important thing is like when people feel like they're kind of like squeezing the oxygen out of you, mm -hmm. you can cater to it. But after yeah. a while, it's like I no longer feel like I'm myself. I don't really want to continue this because then I'm going to be kidding too much to make you happy and I'm no longer happy. Then it's like the seesaw effect where it's just yes. like now we're both never happy. It's just right. one person's more happy than the other one. And at that point, you guys should leave the relationship because you're really not meant for each other. But not only that, but I just also think at that point you didn't, whoever this, like, whoever this person is at some point or another, they didn't set any boundaries. That's so like if, if, if you don't, and, and I feel like that's like sometimes where I remember I... I think I mentioned this on a podcast uh, where I said, like, I like mentioning the podcast. Because if not, then we'll have... We're going to end up having a conversation about something where I'm not saying my goal is to, like, throw you off. It's more like, cool, like, let's actually have a conversation that most people tend to not... Tend to, like, avoid until later on. Because, mm -hmm. like, like, you want to know this person now, and, like, sometimes they'll be like, oh, yeah, I didn't, like, really feel a connection or whatever. It's like, that's fine. But... I feel like I would want to be in the type of relationship where we're not going to just have small talk. I want to have real talk, you know, like... Yeah, transparency, yeah. man. I feel like it's been a long time since I've had, like, outside of my friends, if I'm dating someone that is, like, just 100% unfiltered. As yeah. in, like, we have that and I don't have to think about it. Because sometimes mm -hmm. when, whenever I feel like I have to think about it, it's like... I'm not being really me right now. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I'm yeah. acting like right, me. Yeah. And it's like, right. this is weird. Like some type of weird, like right. Tony or type skip, like TV show where we're playing our things. And it's like, I have to be this way or you want me to do this. And it's just like, 
Yeah, no. Like when we were younger, we didn't have mm-hmm. like that type of like real like inner strength of like this is who I am. And yeah. the certain things is cool, but I am not trying to cater to everyone. Right. No. So I yeah. think that's what it is. Where it's just like, nah, man. I'm. This is who I am, and not like in a negative way. But I don't really like that. So yeah. it's like I'll explain that. But if it doesn't work, then it's okay. Like we don't have the connection. People's like, oh, let's wait and see. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes you right. may be like physically attracted to the person, and you don't like how they are. Sometimes yeah. you like maybe some personality things are mentally, but you're not all the way physically attracted to them. And all those things are good. Mm-hmm. But we got to be honest with you about it. Because if right. we're not, it's like you're you're kind of like lying. If you're lying, that right. thing is built on a very shuddy like foundation right like i remember one time someone was like hey so we we like agreed to like hang out like two weeks after we we went out right it's like yeah you know like i'm going on vacation next week we'll meet up again and then when we were like talking she was like actually i like i didn't feel a connection there it's like fair but i mean I, i wasn't i wasn't trying to start like quote unquote it wasn't really an argument it's more of a conversation where it's more like okay fair but just quick, quick question like why didn't you just tell me this before when why would we make plans and it was like it was just like via text so i think if we make plans to like meet up again and you're like hey let me know in two weeks and then like a couple of days later you say there's not a connection it's like you could tell me that three days ago man text messages that's why i love yeah, using text is like also the worst that's why too. i I, yeah. I love using audio notes because sometimes i don't like Ooh. having arguments with right, like, right, my right. friends through tweets and texts because there's yeah. a lot of miscommunication like i right. remember i had a kind of like a disagreement with my friend then i like kind of look back at it i their perspective and my perspective it's not that they were head to head it's just that we were looking at something differently so i understood their perspective they understood they probably didn't understand mine but it's because i had to sit back and be like oh yeah, I get it. So when it comes to text messages, I rather do audio messages or like mm. the emojis or something like yeah, so audio, I can yeah, hear yeah. what you're saying. Right. Because a lot of times, all right, do you want to meet up or not? It's like, oh, you. When I had another conversation with another uh, lady friend, like she felt bad for hurt induced feelings if she wasn't attracted to when she didn't like them. It's like, but you're not being responsible for your feelings. Right. Like if you don't like me, it's cool. Mm-hmm. But it's like I kind of like the friendship. But now you're being selfish. Yeah. Because now it's like you want the friendship, but it's not under a very healthy term because now you're going to pretend to do this so you have like a friend, but that's not a friend. Right. That's not really a friend at all. That's kind of like a pseudo friend because, mm-hmm. all right, cool, that person might be attracted to you, but if I act a certain way, they'll still be friends with me. Right. Is that your friend? Because under yeah. certain co- conditions. And if, right. it's, if those conditions are no longer met, they won't be there. So mm-hmm. you might as well not be friends with the person. You know, it's really interesting whenever someone says, you know, I I want to, like, not exactly date my best friend, but the idea is, like, you want, like, the way I think about it, like, with my best friends, I feel like we have such open communication mm-hmm. where it's, like, all right, it's, it's at the point where, like, sometimes you just accept the other person's flaws. Yeah. And, and I say, like, flaws per se, but meaning, But like, there's certain nuances. Yeah, yeah, like, not flaws, more like nuances. Yeah. like, you know, I hate when you do this shit, but... But I love you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, and and I think that makes sense. But then again, like if, if you think about it, with any of your best friends, you spend time building that relationship, right? And then, like after like a date or two, like you can't expect like a best friend to just sort of grow up. That takes to. You know, I was like, I'm reading this book when they were like talking about uh, under understory, which is sort of how plants, like let's say if you see like a forest full of trees. They always think like trees are the only ones so like if you see like one tree you think like that tree is by itself but actually if you see like a bunch of trees together they're actually all interconnected through the roots mm. and it's like if you see it that, that way it's like yeah you built like this you built the soil you you water the relationship or the friendship 
little by little throughout the time and it slowly becomes a tree. But a lot of the times it seems like people are like, all right, cool, here's the soil, water, where's the tree? So yeah, like, like, and you can't rush it. Yeah. But I feel like the most important thing is understanding: can this potentially become that? And I feel like right. you have exactly. to have that yeah, chemistry yeah. of you know. Right. You don't have to like everything, like, yeah, but yeah, you yeah, have the engagement to want to do that or right. um, things like that. And we have to really be honest. Like the older we get, it's like, look, if you don't feel something, like yo, be honest about it. Like right. you, you're lying to yourself. Even with me, sometimes dating people, like, am I real about it? Like, all right, right do I feel this connection? I don't. I mean, I think she's attractive, but. Doesn't make sense like, yeah. to me, like that personality right. thing or all those type of things that we we go against our intuition. And I feel mm-hmm. like when we be honest with it, it's like we don't need to cater for everyone's emotions. As long as you're not saying it in like a like a bad way, where it's like, right. oh, you're you broke or you're like this negative like yeah. words or connotation. Right. So I would just say to to some of everything we're saying, go through the grief, own that stuff, go through those five steps of of like you know the grief and like the sadness, and come out to the other side of the acceptance. Go to therapy, figure out who you are as a person, like really own that so you're not just becoming like a ditto, a chameleon, just like kind of like adjusting <laughs> yeah, yeah. to the situation because you're right. never you're never like yourself in the situation. You're always right. adjusting to who that person is. Right. And just really try to be real with your feelings. Like mm-hmm. this person, you like that person, tell you, hey, I want to see you again. Like let's like do that. And if you don't like the person, you save yourself the problems because again, you're trying to rush to be with someone right. that again, if you were like mindful, like, I don't really like these people. And yeah. That's it. And, and I feel like it'd be so interesting that if you didn't like, like that person, and then people start asking, it's like, oh, so like, why do you guys start dating? It's like, oh, shit. Um, totally really like this. Like, you know, like, yeah, you, that would be a horrible origin story. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, so like, what part are you guys together? I was like, oh, no, he's the only person that asked me out. And I was like, oh. Yeah, it sound like seven. No, what, what, what are you saying? What are you saying? Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> what? like, no, speak, speak up. It's like, uh, yeah. I love them. I was like, what? Like, that, no, I don't they, yeah, it. yeah. No. <laughs> oh, okay. So, what was the one thing I was going to mention? Oh, oh. So people are used to the security of love and want to find it again ASAP. So it's sort of like the rebounder. Mm. So, and, and and I feel like I've noticed that sometimes where people rebound from relationship to relationship, but it's also because. Like yeah, you're you're used to love. Yeah, used to. Yeah, we'll talk about it too, but it's not love. They they're used to security of a relationship because uh, someone's so not, there. Okay, yeah. So it still is love, but they're yeah. processing it like it's love, but it's not. It's yeah. just like you you feel like you're guaranteed someone's affection. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and that doesn't really mean anything at the end of the day because long term, you. What's the word? Um, I'm not saying you're gonna you're gonna resent that person because you whatever expectations you had because of the security mm-hmm. is no longer there yeah we'll talk about it it's pretty much is attributed to codependency of they're trying to they're supposed to be playing a role in your movie yes and eventually either they kind of like realize it and it's like eh, i don't really want to do this no more type thing so right what's the next bullet point uh allow yourself to agree uh, we already went over that yeah we did that oh uh because i remember you mentioned the app eternal sunshine of the spotless mind by far one of my favorite movies. I, I always oh, yeah, t- that's why the app is named that way. So yeah. it's, it's, it's just called Eternal Sunshine. Yeah, so um, have you seen the movie? I had to, because that's one Jim Carrey's oh, in it, right? Yes. So It's supposed to be one of his best top three performances. I, and it's funny, because I think, I, if you listen, because I'm sure you listen to the uh, media and dating and relationships, where we talked about yeah. movies and TV shows. Yeah, you did talk about it. I always tell people to watch that movie, because 
uh, it's not really like giving away anything at all, but sort of the way someone wanted to like get rid of. Then you say so, wanted to delete his memory. Of yes, him? so that's the purpose. That's the that's the thing of the movie where if you have a bad breakup, that's how come people always go there on February fourteenth, you know, yeah, Valentine's yeah. Day, because it's like you know I got through this breakup and you know I don't like this emotion. So the easiest way to deal with it is we can just erase that person I from existence. What can I? You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna try to watch it today. Yeah. Like when I go home. It's not a long movie. I think it's like one, four, one hour and 45 minutes. I don't even care because yeah, like, yeah. this is one of those rare things I'm not doing comedy. So I was just yeah. basically building around this, get this stuff. Yeah. While I'm cleaning my room, just clean my room and just sit and watch it because I have to wake up to work out. Yeah. So yeah, I appreciate it. I'm gonna watch it. But yeah, like one of the things in the movie is like, cool. So while you're doing that, make sure to get rid of anything that reminds you of yeah, the other yeah, yeah. person. So it's sort of like the same thing that okay. I think if you don't. And I understand because some things are sentimental value, but I'm not saying you have to go to that extreme. Yeah. But I will say one of the things is uh, unfollow on social media. Of course. Because we're, yes. we're, we're, nah, we're, we're people who, and I'm not saying us, we. I just mean like human beings in general, especially with technology, we become super stalkerish. It's too easy. Yeah, it's yes. too easy to keep. And, and not really stalkerish, but it's like, Oh, so, okay, they posted a photo. Okay, they're so around. And then once you see a photo with them with someone else, it's a wrap. It's like, oh, really? Yeah. And I don't even want to say, like, delete numbers, because I feel like, eh, that's a little bit, like... It really depends on the yeah. person. Like, for right. me... Right, it depends on the breakup and... Like, there's some exes that still have the number, because it's not like we don't like each other. It's just We're yeah. just kind of moving in a different direction. There's some exes that I immediately deleted, because I definitely don't want any type of interaction with you. Right, yeah. Like, so, I get it. So, we're trying to hit on... The first one you said was... So, it was, like, internal sunshine. So, you said... So, it's just, like, getting rid of stuff. And... You said something way before that. That was the second thing you said. You said second thing was that. Third was the social media. Uh, the first thing you said was right after... Oh, the rebounding? Yeah, so rebounding, eternal sunshine, just getting uh, so getting rid of all this stuff, and then the social media. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we've been recording this entire time. Are you dead? Yeah. Oh <laughs> man, yo, this is totally meta, bro. Like, yeah. we're, we're so meta right now. Yeah. Guys. This is like behind the scenes extra episode. Well, it's funny because I remember you were asking, it's like, yeah, what are the bullet points? It's like. I don't know why you're asking that about recording, but like, okay, I'll tell you the bullet Yo, points. I'm going to tell you that Tony is super smooth. I thought we were prepping before we started recording again, and I was like, all right, cool. So are we just jumping right into it? All right, yeah, we right. just jumped it out. Oh, my fault. I should have been like... So meta! Okay, guys. Uh, Damn. My fault. <laughs> Yo, he's a ninja. Uh, I feel like, if you, if, for the people that are listening at home, it feels like like someone was like, we're on, on set, and yeah. they just... They just, they started, just started recording, recording and yeah. it's like, yo, you did, did you say action? <laughs> um, but, all right, so, okay, so, yeah, throw away all this stuff, because, uh, <laughs> I mean, for me, I did, it really depends on the person, because there's some things I didn't throw away, and yeah. so, because I, I appreciate, it's a rule that my dad said not to throw away things from people that you, at a point, love, right? But it depends right. on the connection, how bad it was. If it was bad, right. it's like, I remember I used to support, anybody that's known me for more than four or five years, I used to have a artsy girlfriend. So I used to have all her art, I used yeah, to support yeah. and stuff like that. And it would go so bad, like, yo, I had to throw away her art, bro. <laughs> like, one of my friends, like, I couldn't do it, so they had to come to the crib and they had to take it and throw it out. That's mad love that they did it, but right. that type of thing for me to heal, I had to make sure I didn't have, even the sneakers that she bought me, I had to, like, give it away or send uh, it to Jamaica. I didn't throw it away, I, I gave it to yeah, Jamaica, okay. wash them and just send it. Yeah. Because it's like, I just couldn't be around it, so it needed right. to be 
away from it as possible. Also, don't follow on social media, even though now we're right. reblocked. Like before, I wasn't yeah. following, and then she liked a tweet that I retweeted on Thanksgiving 2019. I was Oof. like, why are you Oof. here? That yeah. I blocked immediately because I was on the phone with my sister Dama. I was like, why is she here? It's just like I was doing so well. And it's like now nah, yeah, we blocked you. each other again. But whatever. And not uh, only that, but like also like let's say if you follow each other on Instagram, I gotta worry about stories mm-hmm. and it's like uh, like you feel like now you're work you're walking on eggshells when it comes Yo, it to like how you post now. Yeah, but it's funny because we don't we don't have each other blocked on Instagram. It's only Twitter. Like I don't right. care about the Instagram. I right. choose not to go there. Right. Because like you know. Two or three years ago, I was like, you checked, like, you know, as like a little stalker, it's like, oh, the ends yeah, yeah. chains, amen. But now it's like, I really don't care about Instagram because I don't really care what you're doing. You're, you're right. happy, you're doing your thing. But Twitter's like, this is where I come to talk my mess. Yes, exactly. And you did something that, here's my thing too, I don't like when people don't keep the same energy. I would never go to your page to like something because I know how you would be throw a sub or you right. try to block. So why would you think it's okay to come to my page yeah. and do something that you exactly. wouldn't like to do? People weird. But yeah, right. don't don't have them on social media. And depending on the thing, because we just basically said the bullet points out loud. Right. If you have their number <laughs> and you're cool with them, just don't talk to them for like, what we said earlier, episode three months? Yeah, three months. Yeah. Just give yourself three to six months yeah. and do that type of stuff and... Try to get those positivity apps, like the motivation app, the internal sunshine app, and watch clearly. Watch internal. Sun- yes. I gotta watch it when I get home. This yes. this ninja ass dude. Man. <laughs> nah, this was this was good, man. But, good. And then it was like another thing that you, you you were mentioning. I remember. So I think I was I was doing an episode with an ex's cousin. Ooh. I mean, I've known that person for like twenty years. It's like that's way back. Okay. And I remember we were like talking about something and I remember she I she didn't tell me I don't remember if she told me directly, but I remember she, someone told me say, Yeah, you know, she was pissed off that you like talk about that. It's like, one, I didn't say her name. Oh, I think I think I did say her name. Oh shit. Maybe that was the issue. But Damn. Yeah, I know. That was probably by accident, sorry. Yeah, it was, yeah. I usually try to, I think it's because I obviously since we both know her, yeah. it's easy to just go by name perspective, but yeah, I didn't give her, like, her full-on, you know, yeah. social or, like, full government name. So there's no way for you to, like, search for them. But then that's when I realized that, like, sometimes even, like, if I go on a first date and I talk about the podcast, their first inclination is like, oh, am I going to be on the podcast? It's like, I don't know, see how the date goes. <laughs> <laughs> yo, it really, yo, it really is, like, poetry or, like, like those writers or, like, yeah. even me as a comedian. Yeah. Yo, the date's funny, the date's funny, or it's, right. like, interesting. But I would say, just going back to what you said with the ex's um, cousin. Yeah. I think it was, like, a podcast that I was on, I think around the same time as I came on yours. Like yeah. One of the exes, the reason why, if you're following me, I was on Dick yeah. Yelp. And the only reason why yeah. I was on Dick Yelp because one of my exes listened to that podcast. <laughs> she, was, she was upset. She was petty. Right. And it's like, if I'm talking about you. Yeah. I'm talking about my thing. If you want to go talk to someone else on their thing, go yeah, ahead and yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. if I'm talking from my experience, I'm not going to lie and be like, this right. is how I feel about it. So right, now right. it's just like, rah, like yeah, trying to yeah. get all aggressive about it. Right. But people can say they don't like it, but we're not that cool no more. This is what I yeah, dealt with. This is exactly. me. It's, it's not like I put your name through the mud and just try to purposely make you look like a bad person. This is my experience with you. And people have to remember, because right. now, if any of my exes say anything about me, I don't take it personal because right. I've come to grips, what we said earlier, with all the therapy and all the things, mm-hmm. I've accepted whatever I did is what I did. If that's how you feel, cool. I may not necessarily agree or like right. it, but I'll accept it because that's what you saw it to be. And I think it's also because we both have two different perspectives. Exactly. So like, you have a perspective of what the relationship was, and I do as well. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like, yeah, Whatever I said specifically, I don't remember what it was now, but 
it, if it came across like I wasn't attacking that person, but it's more like that's how I saw it. But and I feel like that's the thing if you don't have those conversations either. Sometimes it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, and I'm not trying to like have any types of like defamation here. It's more like, look, this is how I thought this went. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. I, I just feel like, you know, all those conversations, but nobody can take your story away from you but you. And right. I feel like when it comes to people and their family, their friends, people might not like it, but I'm the director, producer, executive producer. I'm the star. So if right. I don't like something, I'm going to lie for you because right. you don't like it. And yeah. that's why we have to own it. So I think right. that's what we want people to get to that point. Like, look, this is your story. You got to own it. Don't rush through the process. Be cool with yourself. Take a break. But also pay attention to the signs. If you feel like, oh, man, I'm rushing into this and I'm not getting to know mm. the person, calm down, cowboy and cowgirl. Like, right. just <laughs> settle down and just kind of, like, figure out Look, I know Valentine's Day is pretty oh, close. Shit, it is close. It is, but look, don't look at people getting their things. Don't compare your journey to their journey. Just be right. happy with you. You have a house or wherever you live. Apartment. You you have a job. You have bills that you pay. You're taking care of yourself. You're going to get better next year. Mm-hmm. You may find a person that you are going to love in the next week, two months, six months. But just be patient, but be comfortable with yourself, but throw yourself out there. Like, you can't. You know, this is not no Disney movie. This is no Prince no, no, Charming no. that's just going to knock no. down your door while you sleep no. and just kiss you on the forehead be like, right, I right. got you. Right. Go outside, yeah, yeah. mingle, but don't rush out of a breakup. Find who you are first, be at peace, then start dating healthy. That's it. That's all I got to say. Right. And then one more bullet point. So like, This is your yeah. show, man. I know we're recording now, so you can't trick me. <laughs> I'm ready. So, actually, we have now. I'm joking. No. Uh, so I love throwing in, like, science into, like, a lot of yeah, the things that I do are, like, psychology. So one of the things that... The way someone broke it down was like dopamine is like the honeymoon mm. honeymoon phase. So oh, we didn't even talk about the first bullet point. See? Which one? Oh, the rebounding. The whole thing with the rebounding this insecurity. Oh, That's yeah. part of it. Okay, well, yeah. there you go. Yeah. So we have that, and then I don't know. Have you heard of the attachment types? It's like four. Yeah. yeah. So and I know um, ah there's a there's a, a avoidant avoidant something, but yeah with. Those types, it makes you understand how do you get into relationships and what type of person you are. Blah, right. blah, 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 so. And I feel like if people don't understand their attachment type and there's something that are super attached, mm-hmm. attaching or whatever, that's not a word, but we'll let it fly. It's one of those, like those people yeah. that are just clinging, those people yeah. that are just, like you and me are pretty much to my degree, we're like the same, like that avoiding kind of anxious type. It's like, yeah, I'll anxious, be cool with you. And avoidant. So there's, yeah, so it's so, two, there's two, yeah. but it's like one of them is like, uh, I don't know, I don't, we're going to have to see. Right. So, we have to. I feel like the more we study, when it comes to like we talked about love languages, apology languages, communication yeah, apology languages. Languages. I found out about that a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Holy cool. shit! Apology yeah. languages. But this, I would just say, please check what type of style you are, because sometimes yeah. you're you probably don't even know you're doing these things. Where it's like, damn, I'm not really giving people a chance with right. that. So, and you said with dopamine, we type use relationship as a security blanket to continue getting like that feel good type of thing but right. you have to make sure that you know love can be a drug and in the wrong hands it could kill you like crack cocaine mm-hmm. so make sure you be careful word and don't be a serial monogamist <sighs> don't do that yeah <laughs> don't do that don't do that don't so any like final not words of encouragement go with words of encouragement not advice I don't like the idea of advice I want to change yeah, that yeah no we were I want to say giving, words of encouragement we were giving so many gems yeah. here yeah um, and there were a lot of gems too yeah cause even when you snuck in that bullet yeah, point yeah 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 I would say <laughs> honestly we said a lot but I would we did, say we did. 
just go back to the point where we were talking about solitude. Mm-hmm. I want people to be at one with themselves because right. for the rest of our life, from the time we're born to the time that we die, mm-hmm. we're going to spend a lot of time with ourselves. And right. you will make better decisions when you have owned that space with yourself where you don't allow people that shouldn't be in your space into your space. Yeah. When you're so desperate to kill that lonely feeling that you'll just let people in just because, oh, it feels good for the moment, and then after right. a while, it's like, this is not good. Just be good with yourself. You know, find the hobbies, travel, you know, do different things. And during those aspects, right. be open to meeting new people. Because mm-hmm. sometimes when you, those, you know, your romantic story or the story of your dreams is out there, but you must be traveling on your path first. So, right. boom, that is all I got. And and I think also another thing is uh, I saw this uh, not a meme but it was like a post about like depression where someone's mm-hmm. like oh you're not depressed you're distracted and I was like no that's no. where you're wrong but also going back to that that's where also like sometimes relationships are distractions mm-hmm. when you're not dealing with your own healing yeah you're distracting yourself from your own growth by like trying to find happiness somewhere where you're trying it's to not, be like oh yeah. okay um. I'm gonna use this person to get over this person. And yeah. you know, we were just talking about earlier, we mentioned it briefly, like the rebound thing. It's like, look, you can talk to as many people as you want, but until you face your demons yourself, whether it's the journals, all that stuff, you're gonna make the same mistakes. And that's right. pretty much it. And I guess the only other thing we can say is go to therapy. 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 There that is it. The Tony Skip show. No, it's ten, <laughs> ten years in counseling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right guys, so thanks for listening. Um I'll figure out when I'm going to post this, but... Yeah, yeah. post it where you post it. If you want exactly. to find me, if you didn't listen to the yes, other yes, episode, yes. Uh, I'm Skip from BK on all platforms, like, I don't know, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook, Carrier Pigeon. Uh, I always love saying Carrier yeah, Pigeon. Yeah, that's yeah. not a real thing. Yeah. I just love it. It's like, yo, is it Carrier Pigeon with Skip from BK? Nah, but that's it. It's, it's been a blast, guys. And just keep up. It's more content coming from 10 Years Accounting. Support. Tony, donate. I know there's like a donate link somewhere in there. We're gonna just like a little imagine a flashing bubble. It's a link in his thing. Have a good day. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna use this for the ending of my podcast. Now you're just gonna be the the end of the. You podcast. just got a nice cut. So you just did. make I'm it work, keep, I'm bro. Keeping that. <laughs> Do it, bro. All right, guys, take it easy. Actually, one last word. Anchor, the app that I use to record and distribute the podcast they have an option for listener support so if you just go to anchor.fm slash sarcastony which is s-a-r-c-a-s-t-o-n-y um there's different options i usually just say go for like the 99 cent option because the way i think about it is just all the change you accumulate throughout the week and that'd be awesome just because it would help me record elsewhere instead of just inside someone's place or in their office so any support would be helpful and that'd be awesome so thanks again for listening